ready in 5, 4, 3, 2. Meow, 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 come see me do stand-up. You guys, I'm doing a special thing just here in uh, Austin, Tejas. I am doing um, a very different type of set. I'm telling you guys, I'm going deeper. I'm getting weirder. Yo! And I fucking love it. And I'm I'm trying it out. I'm trying stuff. I'm talking about things I never really had the 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 means to early you know earlier in my stand-up career if that makes sense like you get to a point where you can like i can write a shit joke maybe i can write about other stuff so come see me um in the side room it's called the red room at cap city the tickets go really fast every week for that it's only like 70 people or something and um yeah come come try it out come hang out with me watch me try out some new shit super fun um that's all now i think um turner hall ballroom is almost completely gone there's maybe like just a handful of tickets april 30th and then again the red room and then charlestown west virginia hollywood casino at charlestown races may 13th that's just a very easy title it just rolls off the tongue um and then comedy works downtown in denver september 14th 15th and 16th christinaponline.com for tickets also if you haven't already trot out Buy my new my lip shits. Um, it's Christina P's the perfect red. It really is the perfect red. I've been wearing red lipstick since I was 13 years old because I had bad parents and I couldn't love this formula more. I've had someone just emailed me today telling me that they like the taste of the lipstick even. So that is a <laughs> smash hit. You shouldn't be really eating it, but I imagine a little bit gets in your mouth. And that's that's cool. You can do that. ChristineVonline.com, and I think that's it for that. Now, moving along, what is happening in the mom world? Um, if you're anything like me, you've got mom friends that you keep it kind of cash with. Um, you know, just standard, like, hey, is today wacky t-shirt day at school? Is it the pajama day, the god-awful pajama day at school? I hate, I hate, it's like it's not bad enough that you got two little kids. I got to fucking do their homework with and all that. And then they're like, guess what? Today's spirit wear. They got to wear spirit wear. I'm like, Jesus, what the fucking spirit wear in pajama day. So there's those moms that you text about that with. And then there's like special mom friends you have. Bitches that send you the awesomest stuff. And if you're, you know, if you're lucky enough to have one of these friends, this bitch sent me. I love it. This guy, what's his name? Dylan Delaney Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney. Forgive my ignorance. Listen, I don't use a Livono. I don't know much about the world because I am, I'm inside with my kids a lot. I am on TikTok and I saw Dylan Mulvaney like a long time ago on the talk. And uh, people were already getting their their panties in a twist because he was like, I'm a girl. And I was like, oh, he's just like another TikTok guy who I love watching and make fun of, blah, blah, blah. And then the Bud Light thing happened recently. But before that came the Drew Barrymore thing. I don't know. It, let's start from the very beginning. Can we play his first 
TikTok. Let's see where this all started because there's just been an uproar over Dylan Mulvaney and the Bud Light ad. Apparently Bud Light chose him as the sponsor. Is that correct, Josh? Yeah. And then they lost, what, $3 billion? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about know your audience, dipshits. Like, do you really think of the majority of Bud Light drinkers are like, this is my guy. This is who represents me. It's the guy. What was he? He was in the Book of Mormon singer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the guy Bud Light. Good choice. Good choice. Good choice. (laughs) I don't want that. I don't wouldn't want that either if I'm drinking my bud. So let's see this guy's, this guy's now woman. Let's see this woman's first um, video. This is the very first one, right? And like that one went viral. This is the first, this is day one of her being a girl. Day one. So I'm assuming that means like day one, I'm on my hormones, right? Mm -hmm. She's on estrogen. Day one of being a girl. And I have already cried three times. I wrote a scathing email that I did not send. I ordered dresses online that I couldn't afford. And then uh, when someone asked me how I was, I said, I'm fine, when I wasn't fine. (laughs) How'd I do, ladies? Good? Girl power. (laughs) Right. It is a bit caricature-ish of what it is to be a woman. So we're overly emotional. We cry relentlessly. We're passive-aggressive, and we can't tell people our real feelings. And we overshop. Is that, is that right? Is that what it is to be a woman? How do you guys feel? Does that resonate with you? Is that stupid chicks? I can't tell if it's a bit or not. Like, it's, it just feels like, yeah, he's doing an impersonation. Of what a girl is. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw, like, a lot of, um, like, right-wing people, conservatives, were like, they're making a mockery of women, womanhood and this and that. And, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't care enough to take it that far like this person's making a mockery of womanhood but it is it does feel caricaturish and not real right chad what were you saying earlier chad had a chad had a good thing on it oh yeah it did seem kind of like well it's a caricature and it's kind of uh exaggerating or kind of mocking what you would think a girl or woman would act like yeah it's kind of interesting because i think normally it'd be like the more progressive people that would call that out and it's I currently know. like conservative people are saying it's, you know, a mockery whenever someone tries to put on some, I like, know. you know, be a different thing or a different culture, a different gender or whatever. It seems like a progressive thing to kind of to, to, have, call, to people call out. out. I yeah. know. And yet they're like, go ahead, go ahead and co-opt this culture or whatever. But the reason like the conservatives, when they do it, it feels hateful, though. You know, don't you agree? It feels like there's like a dose of like F this guy. It's like, well, you know, clearly there's something going on here. And what is it? I'm curious to know. But that that would be like me taking testosterone and being like, guys, today I did 50 push-ups and then I bought a pickup truck and then I beat the shit out of some queers. Am I right? Like it, it feels a little reductive. And I can't imagine just one day on estrogen does all of that to you. Because, I li- listen, I take tea for my perimenopausal symptoms, and I don't, I don't, I don't feel I, – I, I'm a naturally pretty aggressive <sighs> lady, but I don't feel any uh, crazier. I don't know. Let's see what so, – so that we saw day one. Let's see, let's see what day 58, and, uh, and let's see if there's any nuance. Has she, is she still crying? Is she still shopping compulsively? Let's Day see. 58 of being a girl, and I just froze my sperm. 
That is a statement that I never thought I'd say, but here we are. <laughs> I'm currently taking estrogen and a testosterone blocker, and I plan to be on them for a long time, and one of the side effects can be infertility. I didn't know that having kids was something that I was gonna even have to think about this early in my life. I'm in my 20s, and I just have to be careful because there's kind of a small window now with these hormones of what I decide. I am so down for adoption when I'm older. I think that would be a beautiful journey, but I was also scared of letting go of the other options. <laughs> I just got my sperm count results back from the lab and my sperm count was just above the viable amount. So I kind of did it at the perfect time yeah, and perfect. I'm really, really happy that Good. I did. Anyone who's curious, I used the company Legacy. <laughs> oh um, it's an at-home testing and freezing kit. Oh, is that so the I kind of just put the insert? swimmers into a box, sent them off, and it was so nice to not have to go to the doctor's office. I already go to so many doctors as it is. And now there's a bunch of little Dylans in a freezer somewhere. And today's Yay. Mother's Day. Happy oh. Mother's Day to all the moms. I love you, mom. Hi, Donna. Okay, I, I can't. I, I can't I feel, wait to be can a mom I just tell you, day, like, if that's... I just, I feel like, why does this make me sad? Like, I don't feel... And, and, and this is somebody, like, I'm really trying to understand it and be open, but I feel sad. I don't, I don't, like, he's like, yay, I'm doing all this stuff that's completely fucking bananas. Like, I'm, here I am freezing my sperm, even though I'm transitioning to be, like, you, he knows how bonkers it sounds, and it must feel even weirder to be this person. So, I, I really, like, I'm. I mean, my heart goes out to her because this seems just like insanity. And, and it, I, I can't imagine what that's like to be this. Okay, so this one came out. This is the one my savage mom friend sent me. This is the one that's making the rounds. Let's go. It's day 335 of being a girl. And I wanted to go on record to say that this might be the hottest I've ever looked and will ever look in my lifetime. <laughs> And I'm making this video so that in thousands of years, there will be evidence. Is it the dress? It could be the dress. It, it, is it the makeup? Or is it the hair? Because I think it's the extensions. And when I have extensions in, I don't know my name. I don't know where I live. I just know that I love these. And I know that I look like I could steal a husband. But I want to promise you, look me in the eyes. I want to promise you that I would never do that to you. Okay, I am a girl's girl. And I love ya. Woo! But seriously, this is good, right? Okay, okay, okay. Love you, love you. Okay, New York Fashion Week. Oh, okay, bye. Love you. Maybe bye. like part of it, okay, maybe part of it is that this person's an actor to begin with. Like it's a, right. it's got like theater, theater geek vibes already where you're like, dude, this person was bullshit before they transitioned. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like they were never really there to begin with. You know what's crazy? That Shit. that ver that one seemed more normal to me than the first two that we saw. Right. Like he's more or she's more grounded now. Right. Like, more rooted into whatever her new identity is. Like yeah. it feels like she's more comfortable with it in whatever. that in that video. Whatever that the video. fuck is going on, <laughs> you believe it, and that's all that counts. Yeah. It's like it's kind of a weird. And I also I guess what what would bother me. Uh, what does bother me as a woman is you're like, what is this? It's like the preoccupation with just the hotness, you know, it's like, I just want to be pretty and be hot and wear makeup. And that's not all there is to being a woman. 
So I do find that a really just like, wait, what? Like that's, if you just want to wear extensions and look pretty, you can kind of do that without the full transition. I don't, I just feel like it is reductive and, and like, I don't know, dude. It's silly. I, I'm not in that body, so I have no fucking idea, but it still bums me the fuck out. I'm like, oh, dude, this poor guy is fucking confused. I mean, am I, what, I'm supposed to feel supportive. That, that's, the, that's the part, I think, too, was like, because I know that she, she was on Drew Barrymore's. Do we have this clip, too? Yeah, I do. This is like, this was wild to me on so many levels, too, where I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what's, what, what is Drew Barrymore doing? What are we doing? But, but let's, let's, let's... I look at someone like you, and I can't imagine anybody disliking you. Oh, please. Do you know... Do you want to know, ironically, who uh, dislikes me the most sometimes? Who? Myself. Oh, me too. Oh. And... But... Yikes. <laughs> you know who dislikes me most of all sometimes? Myself. Like, it was just, it's everything. It's like getting down on your knees in front of the guest... And at the lisp and the like, what is happening on the Drew Barrymore show? <sighs> I, think I think that's kind of her thing. To she, be like super feely, touchy. Yeah, yeah, I think she's done this with a lot of guests, actually. Yeah, they, like she's, she'll sit crisscross applesauce and like to go face to face and like feel, feel the person. It's just wild, dude. Yeah, and I'm myself. a girl. Myself. Wait, do it again? Myself. 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 Yeah, I, I fucking feel like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, I feel so embarrassed. And I'm a lady. I feel embarrassed. Um, okay, so we had, um, we brought up what, her, Lex. Lex on Instagram. <laughs> I feel like I'm all over the place today. Sorry, you guys. I'm very scattered because there's a million, there's just a million good things to get to. Lex.Dilla wrote, Della Rosa, she's on Instagram, and I found her a while back because she presents a very different portrayal of motherhood. Uh, I would say a perfect, perfect motherhood. Can we play some choice clips of Lex? I, it, it, you have to see it to understand fully what I am talking about, but she is perfect, make no mistake. So this one is POV, or toddler requested chocolate biscotti and it shows her <laughs> it's so perfect she can cut an egg in half on a knife and then she's got a smile on her face and she's blending and then doing the thing and then very serenely there's no children screaming in the background there's nobody pulling anything off the countertops I don't know how she does this so here she is smiling again cutting everything in half and her kids are like this is awesome mom thank you you're perfect this is amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's all perfect. She's got chickens in the backyard. Her kids never cry, and all her furniture is beige. And a few episodes back, I kind of took a shit on Lex. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to admit I'm a, I'm a petty person. I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not perfect like Lex. I make b bad choices. Uh, my house is filthy. So Lex is what I would consider to be a perfect mom. She's doing it right. 
Her house is immaculate. She takes a lot of joy and pride into making homemade biscottis for her children, where I am barely hanging on, like barely hanging on by a thread. And she's a stay-at-home mom, so she does it all the time. Um, My husband's gone a lot, so I am alone with my children a lot. Um, You know, that being said, I I, I took my kids on a a little field trip. We went to a hotel in D.C. Could you just play... This is a video I send my mom friends when I'm on the road just to show them what an absolute dump shit show. Um, so the Waldorf Astoria in Washington, D.C. <laughs> this is what my children did to it last night. I had to put all these towels down because they flooded. They flooded the fucking the floor. And then, oh, and then here's as a bonus, my son Ellis clogged the toilet. There you go. Happy Easter. So that's that's at a really nice hotel. And um, my kids took a bath and I, I couldn't pay attention to them anymore because I was so frustrated and over it that I just let them fuck up that bathroom. Um, and they flooded the floor and they and Ellis took a monster dump and clogged that toilet. Uh, so there you go. That's my daily existence. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're savages, boys. Are so I'm curious as to how Lex handles. She's got, I think, two little boys as well. So, luckily, we've got her available, and um, we're gonna talk to Lex and see if she has some tips and tricks on how to be a perfect mom. Because I sure as hell, I'm not doing it that way. All right, mommies. Thanks to the magic of the interwebs, I have on the line with me right now Alexia De La Rosa. Guys. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm amazing. And you look absolutely perfect as I expected. Oh my gosh. So do you. (laughs) That's questionable. So you have two little boys as well. Mine are four and seven. How old are your children? Um, My oldest just turned three in April. And then my youngest is one, almost one and a half. Yeah. And you look so good. And oh my God. how can I just tell you? So, so I came across your Instagram and I was like, how is this woman? How are you having beige furniture? And how is everything so clean? And how are you so rested? And how are you smiling? Please tell me your secrets. Cause I, I, I may have been harsh when I saw you, but it's only because <laughs> I want the same thing you do, Lex. We are one and the same. I want to be perfect mom, but I, I can't do it. So tell me your life. Tell me your secrets. Go, go ahead. Oh my goodness. I think, I think the way that I'm able to do it is that we just have a really, really good routine. Um, and I was also a nanny for a lot of years before I had kids. So I was very used to being around young, small children and that being my job for some days I was working a 12 hour day with someone else's kids. And it was all about routine and just making sure things were getting done. And so I think when I had kids, I was already in Mm. a good mindset of like, this is how you get things done with kids. Like you need a routine, you need just good structure. And so that's kind of what we have here. And it just works really well for us. It just makes life so much easier. <laughs> okay. So, so routine, do you, are you sleep training? Do you do that? We sleep trains, both of our kids. Um, and I think that that is a huge game changer. I know that that can be a touchy subject for some people. Um, some people think sleep training is cruel and 
don't believe in doing it. Um, and that's fine. If you want to rock your babies to sleep and hold them and do all that, that's awesome. But for me, knowing that you just need good routine, everyone needs good sleep. We mm-hmm. sleep trained both the boys and it has worked wonders. So yeah, I agree. I, I love my children so much, but I don't, I didn't want to sleep with them every night, all night. And I think there are like, you know, there's different ways of sleep training. You can go hardcore, like the cry it out method. You can do a moderate version of crying it out. You can, yeah, there's all kinds of methods. It's not just all or nothing. So you're telling me you get good sleep. That's number one. And you have so much beige furniture how and it's not covered in slime or toilet paper like mine how are you doing this lex are you a I'm robot a- are you ai <laughs> i couldn't tell you if i was That's but true. no i'm not okay <laughs> um i don't know i'm just really clean and i'm pretty good about no food on the on the white couch no oh, slime like we do slime we do sensory bins we do all yes. the fun things i but, saw you do that like definitely yeah, there's there's rules, there's zones that we keep things in, and um, the boys are both really good about, you know, not making a huge mess of those things. Um, but yeah, and I clean a lot. I do clean you're, a lot. You're, like you're I know clean. some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's one of those things that's um it's like therapeutic to me. Like when they go down for their nap, I'm like, all right, I get to clean now and like do do my house things, and I put a little podcast in my ears, and I really enjoy it. And so you know while they're sleeping. Um, you know, I'm cleaning and resetting the house multiple times a day. So you're one of those freaks. I've talked about these people that I had a friend um, in college where we would work all day together and go to school. And then she's like, when I get home, I love to clean my kitchen. It makes me feel good. So, okay. So you're Mm -hmm. one of those, those people that you enjoy the cleaning. Okay. Yes. And if I enjoy that, then I would hire someone to come do it for me, you know? So, Um, yes, yes. That's totally what some people do. And I think that's fine. Like you just have to do what works for you and helps you keep your own sanity. <laughs> yes, of so. course. And I've noticed that a lot of people were, were, yeah, I think people get real judge. I think moms get super judgmental sometimes like, oh, you know, you have a nanny that means you don't love your children or you have a housekeeper that means you're not really a stay at home mom. It's like, no, dude, it's a huge job. Get as much help as you can and just survive. But you seem to be thriving. You seem to be not just surviving like me. You are thriving. Now, what's with the smile on the face when you're making biscotti? <laughs> okay, so this is just like a funny story. So at the beginning of the year, I started sharing my cooking videos on TikTok. Um, and I'm a professional baker. I've done that for, I've baked my entire life. I did oh. it for a number of years as a side business. Um I, so that's kind of like my thing. I enjoy doing it. And so I started sharing these videos on TikTok. And the first one I shared that got like over a million views, people were commenting, oh, you look like you hate your life. You look so depressed. Like, why aren't you smiling? Blah, blah, blah. Cause I wasn't, I was just, you know, how I cook in the kitchen. And I, I personally didn't think I looked depressed. I'm like, I'm just existing and I'm like making bread and whatever. So for my next video, I was like, all right, let me just like put a little, little smirk to it. And then all the comments are, Oh, why are you smiling like that? No one smiles like that. So just (laughs) negative no matter what. It was like a little test. Dickheads like me. Yeah. The dick, you mean this dickhead. And I was like, 
is this woman on Valium? Like what? Because you're so serene and you're just like, my children requested Pop-Tarts. And I'm like, yeah, my kids asked me to cook for them too. And I do, but I, I, I'm certainly not smiling. I hate, like I'm exhausted usually. Okay. So it was a joke. Yeah, it was I'll- like a clap back at people being like, bitch, why don't you smile or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It started that way. And then, you know, that video got like 6 million views. And I was like, okay, so there's obviously something here. Like I enjoy doing social media as like a hobby. It's just fun for me. I like making the videos. Um, and then those just started getting a lot of traction. And I was like, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep doing them. Cause some people really, really love them. I really love them. And then there's of course people that can't, can't stand me. Um, and that's just funny to me. And so like, it's just a little more motivation to like do it and like be a little bit more embellished with what I'm doing. Like, obviously it's content. I'm a content creator. Yes. I'm making something that I think is interesting to watch and some people enjoy it and some people don't. (laughs) Yeah. I think it, cause it's interesting cause it, yeah, it does hit a nerve cause you're like, well, what, Hey, she's doing it perfectly. Why can't I do it perfectly? And if you're being honest, like if I I am being honest, that's the reaction where you're like, but wait a minute, I I can't do that, you know, f- screw her. How come she gets to be perfect at this, and and why am I struggling? So it does bring up insecurities with people watching, you know. Um, oh, that being said, I have so many questions. Number one, how the hell do you get your kids to be quiet while you're recording these videos? Well, the thing is, so um, I'm sure you noticed, like, there's a ton of cuts in the videos. They're very quick, one second down to, like, 0.4 second clips. And so I just film the whole thing. And, of course, I'm talking to them and, like, we're interacting and they enjoy being in the kitchen with me doing this. And so that's, like, another thing people come, they're like, do you not talk to your kids? Like, what's wrong with your kids? Why don't your kids talk? And I'm like. And I'm not like, no, I'm, I'm not saying what's wrong with your kids. I'm going, what's wrong with my kids? Because I can't even have a phone conversation, let alone make a video. I'm, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. no, they talk. Like, you know, we make a mess and it's, it's, to- it's fun for us. Like, if they're in the video, it's because... Yeah something that they want to be involved in. So in some videos, they're not around, they're off doing something else. But if it's something that they're like in the mood to help in the kitchen, then they're in the kitchen helping me. And, you know, it's a 20, 30 minute long video in my phone that I'm cutting down into a less than a minute video that I'm sharing on Instagram and TikTok. So guys, I just had a real time Pajitsky effect. Do you guys know that social media sometimes doesn't represent reality? Mind blowing right now, guys. That was that was that was me right now. I just put that shit together, bro. I'm a fucking idiot. Um. Okay. So they are making. Okay. Okay. That was like okay. Because I was like, am I losing my mind? Like, what's wrong with me? That that's really what I was thinking. So I want you're a neat freak. I saw your sensory bin, which I'm a huge fan of. I love. I would. I still give my children just cans of shaving cream and be like, go in the shower and just go crazy. I don't care. I'll clean you know hose it off i'm huge on like i used to give ellis just a bag of flour and be like just go on the driveway with a bag of flour i don't care um, i want. think for, yeah uh, the sensory but i was like i so want to see because you showed us the before of the sensory bin can you show us mm-hmm. the after just so that i know that your kids make a mess please just for me I, okay. Yeah. I can put that in the video. I usually will share on my stories. Cause I have people ask like, can I see the after? And usually yeah. on my Instagram, 
stories, you can go and see like the aftermath. Okay. Okay. Thank God. Okay. But I, yeah, I guess I could put it into, add it okay. into the video. Just for me, just once. Okay. And then thank. Okay. I also would like to show you, um, I want to do, um, Alex Tillerosa reaction video. If you would be cool watching this. So I took my children, uh, we went out of town and we stayed in a really nice hotel. And I just want you to take a look at what m- my children did. Don't look at okay. me in the, here we go. This is just how we roll in the Segura house. And I just want to see your face. <laughs> this is the Waldorf Astoria in Washington, DC. This is what my children did to it last night. I had to <laughs> put all these towels down because they flooded. <clears throat> the floor and then oh and then here's as a bonus my son Ellis <laughs> clogged the toilet there you go happy Easter your kids do that yet nope not yet my kids are a little younger than yours though so yeah. I'll, I won't say never but <laughs> looking forward to the day <laughs> yeah it's gnarly so when your kids make a mess do you beat them severely so that they don't do it again no No. oh my god (laughs) they might help me clean up the mess though okay okay see now you're thinking yes i i I do that i do that but then i am also lazy and i don't want to clean so let's recap (laughs) lex sleep lex diller you're at lex de la rosa on social media so you guys can go follow her and see these is that i'm sorry on instagram yeah and are you on tiktok as well i am same name lex de la rosa Yep, Lex dot Yeah, Lex dot <laughs> Go see her videos because you see how see how you feel when you watch them. It might bring something up for you. Don't comment unless it's positive, please. This is a human being. <laughs> um, so here's what Lex does. Here's what here's what she's doing right, moms. Number one, she sleep trained her kids, so she sleeps. You sleep, right? Number two, you like to clean. It's therapeutic and it feels nice for you. And what is, what's number three? What was the third thing? Xanax. <laughs> you were a nanny for like t- a million years, right? So you're used to this is what you're saying. Okay. You have a high tolerance <laughs> for, for kid nonsense is what you're saying. Do yeah. you ever freak yeah. out? Do you ever lose your cool? What's it look like? I mean, I have small children. So like it definitely there are times where you get frustrated and you know, the day can get stressful and overwhelming. Um, but like a freak out. No, it's more like, I'm more of like a internal, like, okay, I'm like having a hard day and I'll just like be more quiet. Um, their dad knows when he comes home, if I had a hard day, you know, the kids don't know so much, you know? Um, but it's always fine. You know, like if there's always another day and like, if we're having a hard day, it's never anything like dramatic. Like it might be, you know, I didn't sleep great the night before, yeah. or maybe I haven't eaten anything yet or like had enough water. And like a lot of the times it's like self-reflection of like, why am I so grumpy today? Like, why am I so easily triggered by like the noise or whatever? And normally it's just something simple. Like I didn't eat yet. So, um, you know, we resolve these things pretty quickly. And then, you know, their dad comes home and he helps and the day usually ends well, you know, and then we have a new day the next day. And yeah, you know. it sounds like you have a pretty decent outlook. You have a good outlook over it. Cause I, I, I don't think I did. I, I think I assumed that every day for the rest of my life would be terrible when I had kids. And I didn't understand that like 
it, it yeah. just changes and grows and morphs. And did, did you have a good mom? Did you have someone who could model good motherhood for you? I have great parents, a great mom and a great dad. Um, we have a great relationship. Um, I mean, my upbringing is much different than what I'm doing for my kids. Um, Tell me about that. I, you know, well, okay. I guess like the point that I want to make with that is that, you know, you don't have to do things one certain way to be a great parent. So, you know, I, I think I'm a great parent to my kids and their childhood looks much different than mine, but I also would say my parents are great parents. Um, but just like a totally different dynamic. Um, my parents are divorced, so that's one major difference. Um, and then both of my parents worked. So we like went to school like regular, um, had babysitters, um, like nothing dramatic or um, like really negative to point out, but just different than the way that I want to raise my kids. Like we're planning on doing homeschooling. Um, I obviously stay home with them. Um, just just different things that um, that I wanted to do for my own kids. So for sure. And I think that's a. Uh that's a huge part of this motherhood game is like you go, okay, well, here's what my folks did. Here's what I liked. Here's what didn't work for me. Here's what I wish I could have had more of. Uh, I agree. Like I, I, I went to daycare after school and I hated it. I hated that. Like, like why couldn't my mom come get me after school at three o'clock? Like every, like, you know, half the class, like little stuff like that sticks to you. And well, that's the littler, but you know what I mean? Like, that I also went to bars with my dad, but that's different. I'm talking about like the little stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just stuff that sticks to you as a kid. And you're like, I don't want to do that. I think I want to give them something better. I want to give them a different childhood, definitely. Well, you're doing it, Lex. Right. You're crushing the game. Thanks. Crushing Thank it, girl. You. All right, guys, follow her on Instagram. <laughs> what, sweetie? And you're crushing it, too. I hope so. You know, I... I I think that cosmetic stuff aside, obviously, like you just if you're there and you're present and you're you're trying, I think that's most of the game, right? Just trying and being conscious and that. Yeah. And just being there and yeah. yeah. There's um there's a quote and I how does it go? I think it's like there's there's no would be a perfect parent, but there's a million ways to be a good one. And so I think that's like a good reminder for moms like Cause I'm sure my kids will grow up and be like, Oh, I didn't really like that. Mom did like something, something totally random that I had like pure good intentions with or yeah. didn't even like have a second. Well, you know, but at the end of the day, like as long as you're, you know, you're doing the things to be a great parent or what you think you're doing to be a good parent, then you're killing it. You know, you're never going to get it a hundred percent. Right. I know. What, so. if, what if they're like, we hated sensory tables. I hate your biscotti. And you're like, well, I love you. You're like, we just wanted to go to daycare like everyone else. And you're like, oh my God. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Jerks. You never know. All right. Yeah. Well, shout out to all the stay at home moms. It's, it is a thousand percent a harder gig than I think getting out of the house and working part time. So did you work full time before you had kids? I did. Yeah. I was a full time nanny. Wow. Um, yeah. And I did that for one single family for almost three years. And then I got pregnant while I was at that job still. Um, and then ended up leaving that job to have my oldest son, Archer. Wow. So then haven't been back to work since. Well, aside from my baking business, I ran a baking business out of my home for a short amount of time Jesus. after I had him. So, well, you're very busy. Uh, I commend you on all that. Anyways, guys, check her out. 
Lex.Delarosa on Instagram and on TikTok. You're going to kick. Now that we understand the mystery behind the videos, you're going to get a kick <clears throat> out of her. I think she does ultimately present a very positive portrayal of motherhood. I think that it's nice to actually see a woman enjoying it. Because you're right. I, I know you made a point on your social media. Like so much of motherhood is presented as like hassled and like, um, so I just want to get drunk. And I agree. Like there, there is that side to motherhood for a lot of us. But it's also like, yeah, but there's really sweet and fun good things and it's nice to see those things highlighted and especially for stay-at-home moms you guys don't get a lot of love and a lot of credit so it's good I like what you're doing and I appreciate you talking to me thanks for having me yeah all right good luck with those two boys and um I hope you send me a video like the one I showed you at some point send it in yes I (laughs) all right bye Lex thank you sweetie Thank you. Wasn't that great, you guys? I think, um, gosh, I didn't want to say it when I was talking to her, but even talking to her, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so like, I'm such a basic bitch. Because, you know, when you're, it's, what's interesting is the older you get, you start to realize your own shit, you know? Right. So when I, yeah, when I was like, oh, she's so perfect. Fuck this bitch. And you're like, yeah, but that's really my insecurity about not being a perfect mom. Like I work on it so hard because my parents were so crazy that I don't have a blueprint for what somewhat even normal parenting looks like. Like mine was so out there. So I'm really inventing it as I go along. So in the beginning, I was always looking for guideposts like, oh, is that how your mom, is that how you should act? Like I would go to these mommy and me classes just to watch how other moms behave with their kids. And I'm like, that doesn't, like some of them are overkill. Like I remember one woman was breastfeeding her like four-year-old. I was like, that's fucking crazy, dude. I'm not doing that. And then, you know, some women are like, I don't know, too dismissive. I've had to invent being a mom is what I'm trying to say. So it is cool. Like it was nice to talk to Lex. I appreciate her being cool and like seeing that she is the same basically the same shit that we all do but it it's social media guys believe it or not yeah like it, i said social media turns out she's like pretty normal yeah, it turns I'm out sold. turns out <laughs> guys did you know <laughs> i guess like okay well okay so so let's talk let's take this a step further yeah now that we know that it is, and I know her reasoning behind it, because she was like, in the beginning, I made a normal video of me mixing batter, and people were like, why do you look so miserable? So I went the other way, and I did a parody of what it is to be baking. So, but at first, so, but so, so we know that what Lex is doing is basically parody of what the perfect mom is, and so that's that makes sense. But then in general, what is it about people Lex aside, this is not, not to do with her, that present themselves perfectly. Like, what? what is that where you're like, I, I take the perfect family photos, I do the, you know, the Christmas, per- everybody's looks perfect in their sweaters, and I send the cards out every year, very vigilant about that. And then when my baby is one month old, I have, I put the card next to the baby that says one month old, and then two months old, there's a two month card. And you're just like, why are some people inclined to present a different version of themselves on social media? I guess is the real question. Chad, you're the smartest one. Go ahead. I, I mean, I think everybody does that, you know, whether it's oh. perfect or imperfect, you're like presenting a version of yourself that's not exactly 
it can never be accurate of who you are. So you're choosing what you present to the world. I mean, I even think about that being on this show sometimes because like sometimes what I say isn't necessarily what I believe. It's just like in that moment, I thought that was funny. And then to an outsider, you don't really think that they don't always get that. Right. Yes. But yes, I, I see what your point is. It's also like, do you really want people seeing the the basic you all the time? Like most of the time I look like shit. I've got food stains on my shirt and I'm just sitting around with my kids trying to avoid them on my phone. That's not <laughs> right. Like that's not it's not glamorous. It's certainly not what you want to portray yourself as. I guess my question would be like, what about the folks that are like other level spooky portrayal? Like you guys are in the dating world. Don't you meet people who you're like, oh my God, this person totally misrepresented themselves. Like, Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So what's that all? That's delusional. It's more disappointing really. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'd, well, yeah, I'd rather have them been a little bit more honest up front. Yeah. But then to be so dilute, self deluded that you portray yourself as one, like, like, you know, like, whoa, Vicky, let's use her. She's a public example, right? Isn't she like, I got millions of dollars. And she's always like flashing her cash. And you're like, bitch, I know you have a Honda. Like, you're not, <laughs> no one's buying this. Or are they? I don't know. Is I, it? I think some people see that and they're like, oh, shit, whatever this is, I'm into it. She seems fun and blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's almost Weird. like the, uh. I like saying the imperfections more than the perfect yeah. version of you, you know? Yeah. Like, what are you, what imperfections are you allowing me to see, and are those cool? I guess, yeah. If, but then if it's too earnest, like, then why does Drew Barrymore make me anxious when I see her getting down on her knees and being like, you know who hates himself the most? <laughs> me. And I'm like, ugh. That, does that, that does that, I, I don't know why, why does that creep me out? I think, because I- Too I, earnest? No, because I feel the same thing about that that you do and i think i think projection has a part to do where where it's just like Ugh. man i could never be that emotionally open with someone especially with cameras around oh how God. is this woman able to do it yeah. and then you get mad at that and then yeah. there's the level yeah. of there being cameras around you know so it's like you yeah. don't know exactly why she's doing it yeah chat so there you go so it's a dichotomy cuz i've been on reality shows before i know how people act when the camera is on they bullshit. They they raise the stakes. You you overdo it. So there's that element of the theatrical. And then the, yeah, is it authentic? Is it not authentic? Maybe there's like some authenticity to what she's doing, but not necessarily when she's down on her knees and she's telling, what's his name? Dylan Mulvaney, like, you know, like, oh God, shut up. So I don't, oh, myself, myself. <laughs> Myself, myself. I love her. I love Drew Barrymore. I love. I love. She's having hot flashes on TV right now. It's, it is the greatest. I, I'm so thankful that my generation has Drew Barrymore to grow old with. Because now she's doing like the AARP commercials. I'm like, dude, she's not even fifty, and we're fucking. I guess we're old already, and and she's the mascot. Thank God, because the. Before us, it was the Osmonds. Donnie and Marie Osmond were like the the mascots of, of aging before. And I, Marie Osmond, I don't think, is as cool as Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore showed David Letterman her titties in the 90s, and that's fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> Showing your titties. 
God damn, we got lucky with her. I love you, Drew Barrymore. I'm uncomfortable with my own vulnerability there. I fucking said it. Now I'm going to throw up on myself because I fucking said it. <sighs> All right. Let's do some follow-ups, you guys. Hot topics on this show. Let's do some voicemail follow-ups. Let's take the pulse of the audience. Hey, Mommy. I was just listening to episode 183 with Rob Eiler, and I had to no, hit pause real quick while you guys were talking about the pronouns on dating apps and doctors because I was just at the zoo over the weekend and they had pronouns on the animal cages. So I would like to know if the animals are telling them that or if they're just assuming they're just Okay, mommy. <laughs> pronouns on the animal cages. Little chimpy the gorilla is the he, hey, he, her, them, they. Well, that's interesting. Well, that's interesting. That's an interesting point because aren't some animals both genders? For instance, seahorses can be both male or female. Isn't that right, Smart Chat? That sounds correct, yeah. Are there any other animals that are non-binary? Now, I, I, I'd, I'd like to delve further into this woman's claim that the zoo has Well, seahorses aren't. It's not that they're non-binary. It's that they're both. They're they're hermaphrodites, right? Hermaphroditic. Herma yep, Hermaphrodite. thank you. Hermaphroditic. It's uh, but uh, it's not non-binary. It's neither non-binary is neither one nor right. Right, but it's not both. Both. So, but what is that binary? What is that non-binary word called? Oh, Chad? you really folded my head. Into yeah. Fancy, what right? is it when you're both? Can you be both <laughs> in the non-binaries? I think it's double binary. Double binary. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Just when you thought science was all one way, and then science turns on another. I got a great clip for you guys. Can you please play how many genders are there? So this was sent to me by another savage mom, which I fucking love. Let's see how many. How, how many, many genders are there? Two. A male? Male, female. But what about someone's right to tell you what their gender is? No problem at all. So it's you, you're going to tell me what your gender is, but in the world is less fucked world, I don't have to believe it, but I'm thrilled for you. You're a lampshade. I'm so happy. Let me put a light bulb up your ass. Brilliant. What do you think of plus size models? You cannot in America. There you go. See what I mean, though? She's so angry about it. She's like, I put, I put a light bulb up your ass and you fucked that. Like, there's a, there's a tinge of anger in that response like i'm i'm of the same mind of like look i'm old school i do believe there's guess what it's in in most of nature it's male female we fuck we reproduce but if you want to tell me otherwise i'm fine with that i'm not angry about it but you know doesn't it sound hostile chad she's like you're fucked you're a lampshade yeah i should have killed I mean, you yeah i'm far more less affected by those things but i think i'm kind of glad there are people out there who do get kind of angry otherwise we just kind of get rolled over in all regards if there's no one out oh. there like getting upset about stuff somebody needs to get sensible mad chad. sensible chad he's smart and he's sensible <laughs> well, i want you to play pronouns with work this one's interesting too now that we're on the pronoun topic i, I could talk about this pronoun shit all day I'm, i am absolutely fascinated by it so if I was like hiring and I saw pronouns, here's what I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume you're obviously very liberal. So I'm going to assume you're one of those people that um, is super far left. Um, hey, I'm going to assume you're not a very hard worker. You are either a female or you're a probably not straight guy. 
So everything in the office is going to have to cater to you, your feelings, your needs, and your emotions. So everyone around you is not going to be able to be themselves and walk on eggshells. Why would anyone want someone like you, unless everyone's like you, in a work environment? You're going to be the laziest person. You're going to be the most entitled, complain the most, and I think you're going to be the first to sue. So shocker that pronouns weren't helping you guys. Sorry. Is there anything I missed there? Is there anything I missed? Savage. Savage. And I hate to say it, a lot of that rang true for me. I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking hire you. If you come in and you're like, these are my pronouns, this is what I'm about, be like, you know what? You're too high maintenance. You're just high maintenance and I cannot fucking deal with you. I don't, it's not the, it's not your gender. It's nothing to do with trans rights. It's just, you're, you're high maintenance, bro. And nobody wants to kick it with you. Nobody wants to order pizza with the guy that wants fucking pineapple on it. Okay. And you're pineapple pizza and you're bothering us. What? Oh, you like fucking pineapple, bitch? You don't even like pizza, though. I know, but when pineapple's on there, I kind of like I don't oh, get it. What's wrong I'm with so you? I'm so sorry. I like pineapple I just on my put, pizza. Might as well put, like, blueberries and I know. You're so, like, so... It's not a fruit no, thing. It's like a no. citrus thing on top. It's a fruit thing. It's Can I tell you? I also don't like pizza, so, you know, I'm also not the authority uh, you're, on pizza. You're, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, just put me to here. death. Put me on the train. I don't know. Yeah. God, Jesus Christ. I will say that I like that the female conservatives are savage when it comes to pushback on... This whole culture, like uh, my favorite Kelly, what Megan Kelly, man, she is fucking fierce on it. Candace Owens, she don't give a fuck. She just said that she doesn't think Lizzo is pretty. Google that one. <laughs> I love it. I love that these conservative women are like, "Fuck you, I'm not doing it, not having it." Don't tell me. I love Candace Owens. She's she's out there, man. Candace Owens calls out Lizzo. Okay, where is it? He's the first one. It's like a two-hour-long podcast. Hold on, let me find the clip. Candace Owens calls out Lizzo and her fans for being fat positive. <laughs> I love it. I love just so fucking crazy, dude. Candace gets fired up. I'll read this one. This is great. So, so we know who Lizzo is. Uh, Candace Owens tweeted. If you peep comments on any of Lizzo's fat acceptance photos, you will undoubtedly find a score of batshit insane women telling her that she looks beautiful. <laughs> men do not lie to other men in this way. They do not pretend that clinical obesity is beauty. Savage, Candace Owens. I love it. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> this is very true, though. You don't see men... You know, the, the narratives around uh, female empowerment and male empowerment are very, very different. You know, uh, the self-help gurus on Instagram for women are always like, yes, queen, you can do it. You can be 50 pounds overweight. If he doesn't love you, then screw him. You're a goddess. You're a queen. And then the male motivator, the male motivational speaker is always like, you're a fat piece of shit. No one's going to touch your dick. Do some sit-ups and get rich. You want someone to touch your penis? Make money. It sounds like my internal motivator. Yeah. <laughs> because it's true. It, there's a, such a double standard and women's commodity for the longest time was their looks. And now, you know, that's been dulled down. But I don't think so. I don't know. You know, a guy, but the guys that liked Lizzo's always liked Lizzo's. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're not going to change what makes a guy's dick hard because society is going to shove it down your throat that fatzos are hot. This is not true, you know? I mean, I was watching 
God damn, I'm such a fucking... I was watching um, The Next in Fashion on Netflix, you know, when I walk on my treadmill so I don't end up Lizzo. And <laughs> I... Uh, I'm sorry, I don't want to look as hot as Lizzo, so that's why I'm on my treadmill, you know? Uh, so I'm, I'm watching The Next in Fashion, and there's br- these brilliant fashion designers. I love it. I love it. And they all... Now, in order to be considered the next thing in fashion, first of all, you you can't celebrate like normal traditional femaleness or maleness. It's got the the winner's always got to be like he made a wedding dress for a man. <laughs> it's made out of denim and silk and like flowers on a man's tuxedo. It's it's always and it's always got to be gender bendy, and then um, they always have to have fat models too. And I'm, it's so funny because there was one designer. Her name was Bao. Shout out to Bao, girl. I, I think you should have won this one. She makes these beautifully delicate dresses um, with cutouts, right? That's her, her staple look is like cutouts and, and very just dainty little gowns that you have to be very, very thin to wear. So all her models that are very, very thin have the beautiful cutout you know, dress. And then they have the fat model come out and she's wearing like a trash bag with a rope around the waist, basically. Cause you're like, bitch, you can't fucking rock that. Yeah, there she is. Bow. Shout out to bow. I, she crushed it. I really liked her looks, but they were too feminine. I feel like she was very feminine centric. <laughs> what a crime to make cl- uh, beautiful clothing for just women. I Oh, what a world. It's so funny too, because they're like, this is the next big thing. This is fresh and new. And it's like, there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new. It's all just recycled in different fucking ways. Like, I, I, nothing makes me crazier than when people are like, Harry Styles is the shit. Like, oh, he's so, you know, non-binary, breaking the binary. It's like, yeah, dude, look at David Bowie, bitch. Can you fuck or see? Look at like 1970 Ziggy Stardust. Google Ziggy Stardust and then put that next to Harry's house. I guarantee David Bowie got his ass kicked a thousand times harder than Harry's house. And he looked way better doing it. Look at, look at Ziggy. Now that is some queer shit. That guy <laughs> spent three months in a room in East Berlin getting his dick sucked by Brian Eno writing some incredible music. Low is arguably the greatest album of all time. And he wrote it gacked out on heroin, sucking Brian Eno's D and dressing like a woman. And that is called art, my friends. Not this fucking watermelon sugar bullshit. Oh, Harry's such an art. Is he really? Is he really? Please. He's cute. I'll give him that. He's attractive. He's actually very attractive. I like him a lot. Hold on. He's definitely hotter than Bowie. Okay, look, he's much better looking than David Bowie. And I bet his teeth are better because it's 2023 and he works out at a gym. David Bowie never probably worked out. He just did a lot of drugs that kept him skinny. Yeah, this guy's really cute. All right, let's look at some other pictures. I don't care. He's fucking hot. So this guy fucks guys and girls, right? That's his jam? Yeah? I don't know. I think he pretends to. Yeah, Yeah. see, I I I I don't get dick suck vibes. I'm not getting no, that. No, it's kind of the cool thing now to be to be feminine in your dress as like a pop star. Yes. When I think it used to be more subversive than yes. it is now. It was when Bowie did it, I was like, this is some crazy shit. Lady Stardust. Damn. 
Harry Styles opens up about why he has never publicly labeled his sexuality. Um, so either he's gay or he ain't gay. You know what I mean? Like either he's gay. I know that sounds stupid. Okay. Meaning like, like, okay, Morrissey for the longest time was like, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm asexual. But then he's just fucking gay. You know, but then again, you couldn't come out. Harry's been dating Olivia Wilde for almost two years. See, that's what I'm saying. He ain't gay. He's just pretending. He's just wearing the dresses. He's claiming femininity again, just like fucking Mulvaney, Delvaney. Just like John Mulaney. <laughs> John Mulaney is converting to womanhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he don't, he don't suck dick. As a, prof- as a dick sucker, I can tell you he ain't sucking dicks. Okay. Is it gay to just get your dick sucked, though? Yeah, dick sucks are gay. Fair. <laughs> if you get your dick sucked by a dude, you're fucking gay. Mick Jagger and Harry Styles' superficial resemblance to my younger self. Yeah, I remember this article came out, and Mick Jagger was like, Harry Styles, you ain't no Mick Jagger, bitch. You ain't no Mick Jagger? Yeah, interesting. Interesting times, folks. It's a softer, softer place. Okay, let's do some more follow-ups. That really took us on a... I forgot where I was. Jesus Christ. You guys get me on those pronouns. Don't you fire me up. I'm getting so stressed out. I'm going to get a cold sore here just talking about it. Fucking, I need my Valtrex. Okay, go. Hey, mommy. Uh, this is Christy from Kentucky. What up, Christy? And I was just listening to your most recent podcast, and you're talking about how your kid likes cold waffles. <sighs> you should start a new segment called Shit My Kids Lose Their Shit About. <laughs> uh, my son will not eat a hot dog if I put it in the microwave. Hilarious. You know, when it's done, it kind of pops open. If he sees that, He's not going to eat it. Fuckers. So, shit, he loses the shit about. Doesn't make any sense to me. Sometimes they can be a little assholes. All right, mommy. Bye. I love this idea, Chrissy. This is a great idea. Irrational shit my toddler loses their mind over. Go ahead. Let's start. Let's make a call. Uh, what irrational stuff does your toddler absolutely lose their mind over? Send me a voicemail, 213-375-5184, or Gmail. Where my mom's at? At gmail.com. Um, I can tell you offhand... <laughs> Um, here's a good one. Do you want a cheese sandwich? No, I hate cheese. Okay. Make me a pizza. Okay. (laughs) Um, oh, oh yeah. Do you want, uh, oh, your, your feet are big. Do you want new shoes? No, I don't want new shoes. Okay. No new shoes. Like there's that. They lose their shit. I'm trying to think. There's a million of them. Oh, if you um, if I unwrap a popsicle and it accidentally breaks, forget it. The kid's not going to eat that. That's a big hard pass. Um, no butter on the toast. We know that. Oh, I had one. God, there's so many. Yeah. Um, because I have a I have a nephew, and he doesn't do this anymore. But uh, if there was food that he didn't like and didn't want to eat. He'd be like, no, I don't want it. And then if someone's like, oh, yeah. cool, I'll have it. No. He's like, no, you no. don't get to have it either. And then he'd no. lose his shit. He's like, no one can eat this. Yeah. And it'd be like, holy shit. Dude. Nobody can eat it. Yeah, you can't take a bite of your toddler's food until they're like five. They won't even let you have like a leftover piece of crust from their pizza. Oh, oh I'm not even. T- no, I mean like. No, he fully discards it. Right, it's gonna go in the trash, and he would rather not no, let the like, kid. Like, like, uh, say my sister like makes a whole vat of broccoli. Oh, and he's like, I don't want, like, I don't want any broccoli. And then someone's like, okay. Well, and then they go into the broccoli thing to put on their plate. He goes, No, you can't have any either. <laughs> <laughs> psychotic. Yeah, they're fucking psychotic. 
There's so, yeah, he's adorable. He just God bless his heart. I just love God him. Bless his bless heart. Bless his heart. Um, yeah, they're really into like they have to drink something with a straw. If there's not the right straw, I don't like that straw. I like the other straw. There's a fucking litany of dumb shit. Don't put that milk in the cereal. <laughs> it's just like you're just abused all the time as a mom. Yeah, it's a good thing I had a schizophrenic mom. It's good training for living with a toddler. Not very different. <laughs> All right, one more follow-up, and then I got to get out of here. Hey, Christina. Hi, um, just listening to your podcast talking about Tom Holland and Zendaya and how it's yeah. not cute that he's shorter than her because later on it's going to be a problem. Um, I agree. I think they're super cute now, but I didn't think about that until I was listening to you say that. Yeah. I'm 35. I've been with my husband since I was 18. Jesus. So I'm like five, six and a half. He's five, seven. There's barely a height difference there. <sighs> and since it's been 17 years of his shit and I'm getting so sick of him, <laughs> I feel like he's shrinking. Like I look at him sometimes and I'm like, is he smaller? Like <gasps> he looks small right now. I don't, I feel like that's a good point. I never thought of the fact that like, the fact that he maybe looks smaller to me is just because I've been picking up his shit for 17 years and he never knows where anything is uh, and he loses his wallet all the time. Yeah. And, uh, maybe it just makes him look little. All right. Yeah. See you, mommy. Divorce. Divorce. <laughs> Done. Death. Done. I think it's whatever you found a, like passable in the beginning once you start seeing that whole person's personality, it becomes intolerable, you know? Um, right. Yeah, right? Like, like I remember, dude, like, I had a boyfriend that had, like, a snaggle tooth. And in the beginning, you're like, oh, my God, it's so cute. He's got, like, the cutest little snaggle tooth. And then, like, you know, a few years in, you're like, that fucking tooth, dude, if you don't fix that, I'm going to punch your teeth out because you look stupid. Well, it was like that... Uh <laughs> When they fight with them and you're like, fuck your stupid snack. It's like the first thing you go to. You're like, it's like that, uh, that video. It was like that video that you showed. Um, uh, what's it called? Was it with Weinshank <laughs> of uh, uh, the girl that like uh, how guys get broken up with? Like, oh, we've broken up with you months in advance. So all the little things that didn't used to bother them yeah. now drive you up the wall. Or even the shit that you wouldn't admit to not liking in the beginning. You're like, oh, it's a height differential. No biggie. I'll overlook it. But then when shit goes south, you don't overlook it. You're like, oh, that's, that's. And I'm breaking up with him because he's short. You fucking shorty. <laughs> all right, one more. These are so fun. I like these. Let's go. Let's keep going. Hey, mommy. I'm just calling to follow up on your discussion with the Booth Boys about washing your legs in the shower so when you talked about that i was like oh yeah i never do that yeah. but then i thought um i actually shave my legs in the shower and i use the soap as you know the shaving cream so yeah i kind of am washing my legs and shaving my legs at the same time so works out i'm not a gross mommy <laughs> got clean You're legs gross. you got clean so legs. yeah I don't know. Something to think about. Do you something. shave your legs in the shower? If so, you got clean legs. Thanks, jeans. Have a good day. Good point. I do shave, but it's not like every day. So I would say that my legs get clean like once a week. <laughs> but that's plenty. You don't need to wash your legs every day. I would say that's obsessive compulsive behavior. 
Yeah, you don't have to. My legs aren't filthy. I don't, they don't sweat. Like there's no dirt on them. If anything, they're just dry and scaly like a reptile, but that's it. (laughs) All right, guys, listen, I got to go. My fucking nanny wants a life. I got to go home and let her go home to her kid. (laughs) What a waste. Um, I love you. I love you. I just want to tell you guys. (sighs) You know how much I love you. Imagine me as your mommy, and I'm giving you a big hug. <laughs> I'm reading a book. I'm reading a book by Stutz. Stutz, it's called. He, he, he does have this thing where you visualize your mother telling you she loves you. Coming alive. Ooh, you guys got to read this. Coming alive. We're doing audiobook because who has time to read? It's pretty great, you guys. It's got them tools to help you get out of your... Your mental problems, like when you're feeling exhausted, it's got a tool. When you feel like you're doing your compulsive behavior, it's got a tool. It's pretty good. It's on Netflix too, Stutz. Go look it up. He's talking to fat Jonah Hill. But Jonah Hill's not fat there. Lost all the weight using the tools. All right. I got to go. Please subscribe to the show so that you don't miss a single episode because it's very important, the stuff we talk about here. And um, I love you. Okay, bye. I love you. You know who I love more? Myself. <laughs> where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at?